Welcome to Clover Club, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing fabulously. How are you? I am also doing fabulously. Kelly, do you remember on our Landscape Architecture and Ghost episode how you got so spooked out and you distracted yourself from the ghosties by saying, I really like flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I yes I do remember that I okay do. I'm sure everyone remembers that yeah um cute well, moment <laughs> your is such a cute moment it's such a good little uh, moment of levity <laughs> but today's guest is a floral designer and guru so oh I feel my like god thank you god could, yeah this is meant this is meant for you I do really <laughs> like flowers I love flowers and I'm so glad I do not like ghosts so <laughs> You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> I'm excited for just flowers and no ghosts. Just flowers, no ghosts. I mean, who knows where this conversation will end up, but it couldn't be anywhere near as spooky as that one. So Chris Maxey is our guest today. He's Greg's partner from episode two, and he's an amazing event designer and florist and human being. And today we're going to chat with him about all things... Christopher Maxey. So very excited to share him with you, Kelly, and for everyone listening. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so glad. All right, everyone. The man of the hour is here. I'm so excited to welcome Chris Maxey to Clover Club. Bum, Hi, bum, Chris. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you so much for coming. I'm so excited to have you here. As am I. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to be here. So I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous, but I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. Oh, don't be nervous. Yeah. There's, didn't Greg tell you this is like the most fun hour of your he, life? He did. He did. But you know, his life experience is a little different than mine. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's why we can't, couldn't wait to get you on here. <laughs> yeah. Greg's better half. Right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. So Chris, okay. I, in our intro, described you as a amazing event designer and floral genius. How do you describe yourself? Uh, exactly the same way. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. I, um, you know, I'm just a guy that just enjoys trying new things and trying to get, you know, create new combinations. And I, yes, that my medium is floral design or event design, but yeah, I don't, I don't, often accept those words as who I am right yeah but even though I, I'm like okay yeah I've been doing this a while so I how long a while since 1996 so oh. what however many years is that like 10 yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Four. Feels> like <laughs> <ten. laughs> Kelly how old were you in 1996 <clears throat> negative two whoa <laughs> <laughs> I asked that without with my brain filling in the answer. I know. And I, like, I you literally know. was just like, whoa. I do literally I am know. 25, so. Just, yeah. No. The joke was that she was 12 twice, but now she's I am, no longer. Now I'm 12 plus 12 plus 1. Oh, yeah. Boring. Mazel <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> so, Chris, if you don't mind, I would love to kick off your episode with a story you shared with me a couple years ago that I have gotten so much steam off of because it's so fucking funny. Will you share the story of your most embarrassing client exchange? Okay. Oh All my right. God. Yeah, I'm glad you prepped me for this because I, I had a moment to kind of relive it already again and then yeah. be okay with it. So, because it, oh, you no. know, it was one of those moments. So, oh my God. you know, I was, you know, in my twenties, young man working in New York and worked for a firm that did a lot of 
floral designs for people's homes, particularly, you know, the Park Avenue crowd. And, you know, so we're dealing with kind of, you know, high level executives. And this happened to be a very prominent one. Mm -hmm. And so it was, uh, you know, a a Japanese family that we were serving Mm -hmm. at the time. So and I would come and go from their home all the time. And they left little slippers on the back in the back service corridor. And more often than not, they didn't fit me. So, <laughs> so I would well, do my best with it, of course, but yeah. you know, it was, it was a challenge. So I had to think about multiple things at once, which really isn't my jam. <laughs> so I had to kind of concentrate <laughs> on walking and holding, you know, a $2,000 crystal bowl full of orchids, you know? Yeah. So, wow. um, so one day this salesman that worked for the company that I was at was also Japanese. And so it was this, our salesman and then the client and his wife, Mm -hmm. they were all just standing there watching me do my thing. And so at one moment, so as I'm passing in front of them, I slipped, (gasps) I didn't drop the orchid, but I did expel gas in front (gasps) of them (laughs) very loudly. So... Um, yeah, so that oh was my Needless God. to say, they didn't ask me back. So oh, there was another designer assigned that. to that home God. after that. Wait, what did you say? Were you like, oops? <laughs> <laughs> no. Who was I think that? it was kind of like, well, you know, it happens. But it, wow. was, it was very embarrassing. So, oh, yeah. my. I yeah. just yeah. am obsessed with the image of Chris in his little slippers with like a Cartier bowl just lunging to catch this arrangement and saving the day and uh, ruining it at the same time. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, they were like, that'll be all. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, but you saved the flowers. I, mean, I did, I did. This is a success that was, story. That was, yes, absolutely. Were, yeah. What Like, what happened when you went home that night? Were you just like, oh, my God. I think I probably drank heavily. Yeah. <laughs> tried to forget drank about it. You Pepto-Bismol heavily. But yeah. I'm, I'm a little flushed Me. right now, so reliving it is, yeah, definitely... It's not resolved. He does at have all. a little glow to him right now. <laughs> oh my god! I, well, don't don't feel bad because yeah. I was just talking to Erica about my honeymoon and uh-huh. how I had diarrhea the whole time. So oh, right. it's okay. actually hilarious. Like and, love and talking about it is the best therapy, really. Honestly, yes. Because yeah. everybody listening right now, their mind is immediately going to their most embarrassing equivalent to the story because yeah. we all have at least one. Yeah, Chris, thank you for your vulnerability. You're oh welcome. my god! You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's. The best story I've maybe ever heard. I love it so much. I love it. And so sweet. (laughs) I know, so innocent. Like, such just like a, oops. (laughs) Oopsie daisies. Um, I kind of want to piggyback on that. So, Chris, in event design, you do mostly weddings, but like any big event you're willing to... Correct, yeah. Yeah, we do, you know, like this afternoon, I was just at a meeting for a, a large birthday party. So mm-hmm. it would do all types Fun. of in corporate events, ran into a corporate client this mm-hmm. afternoon. So yeah, so we'll, we'll do anything. Okay. Yeah. And part of that is executing a really important day for somebody that's kind of high stakes and knowing maybe things are going to go wrong. And then going with the flow and making it work. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that at such a high level all the time? Right. Okay. So <laughs> most people that have worked alongside me just temporarily mm-hmm. have kind of said, how do you do this? How do any of you yeah. people doing this? And I think there's definitely a type of person that stays in this for any length of time. Yeah. There's many people that pass through. 
But I think that's number one. Pass through. Yeah, pass through. They're like, yeah, yeah, this isn't for me. Yeah. So, um, and it really, it's, there's so many rewards, but there's a lot of pressure. There's time constraints. There's logistics, logistic challenges. Um, you know, while you're not, you're basically, I always try to give people, imagine moving in and out of your home all within eight hours. Yeah, getting everything set horrible. up, looking beautiful, yeah, and then taking it all away. Yeah. But your house is, you know, 20,000 square feet. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's generally what we're doing with a large event. Yeah. You know, and, and, and usually like today we're at this meeting trying to angle to get, hey, can I get a couple more hours to load out? And can I do this? And that, you know, trying to just negotiate better terms, yeah. you know. Mm. And, you know, sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. Wow. But that's, that's really, you know, so... The key is preparing for what you can, like making sure everything that you have control over is tight. And yeah. then you've got room for all the stuff that you can't predict or can't plan for yeah. to go wrong. You know, I see a pretty solid metaphor between that and life. <laughs> <laughs> plan for the best, expect uh-huh. some yeah. things that aren't the best to happen, yeah. oh, right, and right. Uh, just make it work. Yeah. What is the craziest thing that has happened in an event where you're like, oh, fuck, wow. how do I circumnavigate this? Right. Okay. So there was an instance, and sometimes I just think there are greater forces at work that I just... just don't know. I, know, you know <laughs> I believe in that uh, yeah so but there was an incident this was a couple years ago uh-huh. and uh, someone that I know worked closely with and I'm she's very dear to me we've worked together for over 20 years mm-hmm. uh, you know she was nearly killed by a, a feature that we had in in the ceiling that, oh, that broke oh my loose God. and swung and she, if <gasps> she hadn't seen it coming and jumped out of the way she would have been severely injured, if not worse. What was the fixture of? So it was a giant ring of flowers that was on the <laughs> ceiling. Wow. That's how like, I want to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So oh my God. romantic. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, that's can, fucking cool. Yeah, what a story. <laughs> ring of flowers. <laughs> Just swinging at God. <laughs> So, but the thing is, is that this thing was rigged so, so intensely, right? And there were people that said, oh, well, the person that was working on it at the time was not um, handling it correctly or putting undue pressure at certain points, Uh da-da-da. But to me, I was like, I I was there when it was rigged and I saw how how I over-rigged it. I was like, this is too much for what we're doing here. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a night. And so anyway, so I just... Anyway, I'm not going to go too deep with that, but it was just wow. interesting that something like that would happen. And, you know, honestly, yeah. I thought it was a, it could be career ending. You know what I mean? If, you, yeah. if you, anything that you ever do puts somebody in harm's way. Yeah. So we always go to amazing lengths to ensure that that's not Yeah. I'm sure happen. you're like quadruple checking at this point, <laughs> right. especially yeah. after that. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. So... Is she still alive? She is. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure it if that was like a hitter. Well, I know, but I wasn't sure if that was like a final destination moment, like the trees oh in the back of the, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm coming for you. Oh my like, God. <laughs> that's pretty intense. It is. Yeah. But that's wow. not to say that, but it, that's kind of how it felt to me because it was so mm. like, what are the odds of this, yeah. all of these things occurring? But that's just kind of, I guess, how it is. Well, oh my God. I worked one time mm-hmm. as a floral assistant for a wedding um and we were up on these massive massive ladders Mm -hmm. basically we had a bunch of like 
branches or something. I don't know the technical term. Branches. Branches. And we were lining them across these like pipe type things across this huge venue. Right. And I, I'm not even that afraid of ladders, but being up there for so long, I was like getting a little shaky. Uh I was like, this is not the job for me. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. You know, and looking at a 12 foot ladder and being on one are two two different different things. Yeah, It's very, very scary. I did not enjoy my time (laughs) doing that. It was, it was scary. Yeah. Size does matter. (laughs) Six foot ladders, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Eight, I, twelve foot ladder. Yeah, I mean truly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta prepare for that. Yes. <laughs> you gotta, Another yeah, you gotta hype metaphor. yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so, um, oh so did you? Okay, after the assassination attempt of your oh. colleague, d- did you get that fixture back in place for the event? No, no, we had to can it. <laughs> that's yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, you. We had to can it. Yeah, had we, to have made that yeah. decision. And and we came up with something else that was ground supported that looked okay. fabulous and it, and everything looked great and unless you were there you never would have known it happened did but the bri- was it a wedding it wasn't it was a, actually it was a non-profit event oh so it was great for a gala, like, well, so, yeah. be fun to yeah. get yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a little event for 700 people you know just it's a just, casual yeah, wow. right, right did they notice or were you able there, to like keep it all under no wraps? there were the, the you know everyone that yeah everyone knew how yeah. do you yeah. handle that like at so, I mean, so naturally, I mean, of course, we responded the best way we could, you know, and just, you know, like, <laughs> of course, sincere apologies and, you know, financial compensation, things like that. Uh, um, don't and, sue and, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the person that was was kind of live at the scene when all this went down, I mean, they were, we had to kind of reassign them. So, <laughs> yeah. So they're, I they're see. No longer That's there. a delicate term. <laughs> I see. I mean, I, I w- there has to be an element, though, of, like, these things happen and it is a dangerous mm-hmm. job. Like, yeah. uh, putting those things up, I, I would know. Right. Really scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, we're dealing with, like, we're not, you know, there there are businesses, you know, like when you think about lighting and, all of that stuff that they have. They have yeah. people that are licensed to rig and yeah. ceiling mm. and weight limits and exactly. all that. You know, when you're dealing with flowers, so often that's not always part of the equation. Sometimes yeah. we have to. Like, we have to hire yeah. like some a rigger that's in a union that's getting paid, a, you know, a lot of money per hour well, to, to, be, to ensure safety. Sometimes that's sure. just absolutely... If yeah. the fixtures were hanging exceed a certain weight, we have right. to. Mm-hmm. Well, I was what thinking... What is that weight? Sorry. You know, you're going to ask. I, I don't know it off the top okay. of my okay. head. Okay, okay. I'm just yeah. curious. Well, I was thinking <laughs> that... 12 inches. I, <laughs> I, I, I work in film. They know this. You don't know this. Um, but it's almost like kind of the same vibe as like we're managing this thing that I, I agreed with the like eight hour move out reference that you made. Uh-huh. I was like, kind of feels like a film set, but yeah. on a film set, you have a set medic that's there the entire time. You have backup preparedness for, because they are working with these huge lights that are like, right. can fall on somebody, can be very dangerous. So it's so interesting to me that you guys are doing all of that, but there isn't a medic around. Like that right. is, that's True. really, <laughs> right. right. it's crazy. And it just goes to show how impressive it is at the end of the day, you know, like it's, right. it's, it's very cool. Actually very fucking hardcore. It yeah, is. yeah, really it's hardcore. A, it's, a, it's a gritty bunch. And you know, and like <laughs> I said, it's not, you know, I, we've had people that, 
literally will walk off because they're just like, I had no idea this was going to be so challenging yeah. physically. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So sorry. So. Work felt like work today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, the one day I did it, it was really hard. I was like, wow. And so I guess I have, a, are you like the, the manager of all those people doing that thing? Is that your role or uh, so so it's not currently anymore i had to you know okay. I, so i serve more of as a creative director oh okay oh, you know owner operator you know all i of see that. Sales, i see the top of the pyramid yes, yes. there's yes. some space between him and the minions yes yes, yes. <laughs> now, i'm still there but i have a team now i'm very grateful for that that's helps amazing manage all the moving parts and people that's so, amazing yeah thank yeah. goodness cool i'm learning so much yeah it's yeah. so interesting <laughs> yeah so you made that reference of uh you know, you've got this whole eight hour production window and mm-hmm. then this event is done. But then you've got all of these gorgeous, expensive flowers and arrangements mm. and things. What do you do with them? So we'll start with the non-perishable goods. Most of them are either items that we have in our inventory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, lanterns, candle holders, tables, mm-hmm. right. things like that. Just more decorative items. And we rent linens and tablecloths. Okay. Um, just back to the warehouse. Then we just send those back and, you know, to wherever they came from. Rentals mm-hmm. will like, we need 300 shares. We'll get them from a rental company. Okay. Mm. So all that stuff just goes back to its wherever it belongs. And then when it comes to things like flowers, you know, we our first thing, if we make an arrangement with the, the host, like we'll often take the flowers the next day and mm. then redo them and donate them. So Where that's, do you donate them? So it's coordinated through a small organization here in Atlanta called Change to Humanity. And they do a lot of grassroots efforts, but one of them is just, you know, it was uh, showing the love to like healthcare workers, people in hospice, like children, you know, uh, things like that. Like so, wish. yeah, sort of, but in a small, you know, just they would get, so basically Make the way the organization <laughs> <laughs> Get a little flower. <laughs> the way the, the organization works, like they, they work a lot with Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So they'll take it all the food from. Oh, this is who you volunteer with also. Yes. Ah, yes. Yeah. Wow. I love that. So they also have another offshoot that they, you know, are basically just showing love and appreciation for people that serve the community or people that are Sounds experiencing amazing. hardship. Love so anyway, that. so they would, they would, they would have volunteers come pick up all the flowers and deliver them to mm. hospitals and so on. So, oh, that's really um, nice. which is really great. So that's always our first, yes, let's do this. We gave if ours to neighbors. <laughs> I mean, that's, and that that's counts. actually, I yeah. do that all <laughs> yeah. the time. So I used to like, this actually started for me during COVID. It became super important to me not to waste anything at that point. It yes. started because I had all these flowers when the day everything shut down. Yeah. So we had multiple events that were coming up that weekend. And oh, geez. You know, my, the team had all been sent home and I'm standing there looking at all these flowers. I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so I just filled up my car and wow. just drove them. And then... For the next day, I think I was making arrangements and just dropping them on people's Aww. porches, you know. So, I mean, that was my way of dealing with it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. just do what I do. And, and what a great way to cheer people up in such a scary time, too. Like, that's right. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Great. So any opportunity I had to do that. So then it became a thing. And it was like over the course of probably a year, maybe a year and a half, it was like, just I was just dropping them on random people's doorsteps in our oh neighborhood. Oh, my God, I love yeah. that. So, so good. Depending Flowers on how make much my I day. Had or, yes, yeah. always. Uh, yeah, yeah. But also we give it away to the hotel staff or catering staff. Yeah. Wow. Our team loves to take home flowers. Yeah, like, sure. Which so, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, wow. that's so nice. So Chris, you have such a big heart. And I feel like it's really obvious quickly when people chat with you. Uh, and I, 
I remember a story of you worked on a wedding where we had a mutual acquaintance involved in this wedding. And the father of the bride said to you, if my daughter doesn't like this, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's right. That's Are you right. kidding me? And I what think anybody, yeah, I'm like, anybody else would have been like, let's fucking go. But I, but you're <laughs> such a fucking pumpkin pie that I like, I can't pumpkin imagine pie. saying that to you in the first place. But like, does it make you want to be even like lean even further into that aspect of your personality when you encounter people like that? Yeah. Or what like, did you say? I think I was like, I, I guess I maybe just had a track record that I wasn't concerned about that. So <laughs> I wasn't concerned that that was even going to, it was going to come to that. That's just okay. like the craziest like, thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Truly unhinged. But then, that and then he, okay. but he did, he cleaned it up at the end and he, he said, well, I guess you survived this one or something <laughs> like that. Or you dodged another bullet. I don't remember what he said. What? Yeah, in like the that. actual <laughs> world. I do, I do generally think he was trying to be funny, you know, but, oh, but you know, hilarious. it was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. That was that was a while ago. That's was so that cool. one of the, like the meaner things people have said to you, or do you find that? Because I know emotions like that's tense, especially for the person writing the checks, right? Like these right. events are fucking expensive. Yeah. True. Um, and so I could see there just being a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Is it common to have people speak to you that way, or was that kind of a rarity? That was pretty. That was pretty rare. And okay. you know, and, and again, <laughs> in, in his defense, he I think he was just being funny. But <laughs> but you know, generally people are pretty cool. I'm you know. I mean, there definitely sometimes at various stages in my career, you know, you become, there's a point where you, you're just one of the crew and you're a little bit more invisible. Yeah. And then there comes a time where you're the one, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a mm-hmm. moment and in, in, at least there was in my career where I became visible. Yeah. But I think there was, a, I definitely remember times where like people would look right past me yeah. to the person that they thought was more important. Yeah. So, or more, you know. Whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. not maybe not more important. I don't know if that's the right word, but wow. you know, so it, um, cause I do see that sometimes with my teams that my teams, they'll, you know, people will look right past them. Yeah. People on my team. Yeah. 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 So I try to like, yeah. Hey, this is so-and-so and look at this Aww. is the genius for this and the mastermind of that. And the, you know, so that people know who, who, you know, <laughs> who's making what? it happen. Yeah. You know, you guys really. want to know who did my flowers? Who? You. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Falling on a budget. We bought them the day before. Okay. And then just went ham. And luckily, my husband's sister works in the floral industry. That's why I worked that one day is because she couldn't make it. (laughs) So I did it for her. But thank God for her. Mm -hmm. She made all the arrangements and it was gorgeous. But like, oh my God. I keep going back to how hard this job is. Like, it is like... It is very hardcore. It is. That just reminded me, I've got a client who's, I think it was her son was going to invite his girlfriend to be his homecoming date. And (laughs) it was like a Saturday and he was like, I'm going to go run an errand, mom. And she's like, okay. And he comes back and she's like, what did you do? And he's like, I had to get this corsage for Stephanie or whoever. And she's like, bro, homecoming is in two weeks. Like that's going to be dead. He thought he was like checking it off his to-do list early. Uh. And she's like, that's a live flower. Like it's (laughs) like very sweet. But like, I just thought that was such a like funny little story of people just, oh, people like a high school boy not realizing like that's that's a parent's wedding. No, it's cute. (laughs) He was like, I gotta, I gotta get this. Exactly. Just gotta make everything perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Early on, in my career, I used to work at flower shops at, you know, the proms and, and oh. Uh, oh the, my God. the homecoming and stuff. And literally, there would be hundreds of orders for oh corsages with dyed to match flowers and Ugh. ribbons and 
I'm wow. so glad. So glad I so glad I, but, but you know, I, I, I look back at those times when I was making little triangle arrangements <laughs> out of a, a coffee mug. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that I learned a lot of technical experience, customer service yeah. skills, like all the stuff mm-hmm. that I use all the time now. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that I wouldn't have got otherwise. That's so so I am grateful for that. And then also yeah. just yeah. my drive to make the crap into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if it's, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, let's use dyed flowers, but let's make them the most fucking beautiful ones you've ever seen. Yes. You know? So that's, you know, and the most polished and refined or yes. interesting, whatever it is. I love yeah. that. Chris, in hindsight, are you more comfortable on the front-facing side of things or the behind-the-scenes side of things? You know, it's that's a great question. And, you know, it. we're – I'm definitely – my natural is just getting it done behind the scenes, you know, but I get such a thrill out of the client facing stuff, particularly when I work on a proposal and then I get that response back. Yay. We love it. We're going to go with you. Yeah. Like that's such a thrill that never gets old. I'm sure. Um, Yeah. But there's so many times where I just want to just be behind the scenes and just doing, doing the work. So, so yeah. So it's, uh, you know, cause I think that's just, you know, I like to keep moving. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's it. You know, sometimes when I'm when I'm having to like interface with clients or go to events, particularly networking events, I'm just mm. like in and out. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be there. Mm. I agree with that. But Your work to speak for itself. You don't want to have to be like mucking it up with people. And, right. Yeah. Right. 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 And not that I don't dislike. I don't. I love people, but you know, I just I'm. You know, you get it. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I get it. So speaking of people. I think we referenced this during Greg's episode, but Chris and Greg are known for hosting this pumpkin carving party that is just amazing. And uh, you're so good at being a host. And I feel like exactly what you just said shows up in the way that you host because it's like, where's Chris? Like, I want to say hi to Chris, but you're always doing something. Like, you are just (laughs) like running around. I mean, and everything is perfect through the entire duration of your events. Do you get to enjoy them yourself or do you enjoy mm. them through serving them? So that that is definitely my love language is, okay. is being of service, like doing hosting and being a host and hospitality, all of that. It just, yeah. it's, it, but then also like keeping it, keeping it tidy, making sure it looks good. You know that? Yeah. Because people are messy. So <laughs> messy. Really messy. Yeah. They are. They so, are. True. But I do love it. But I, but actually I, last year was probably like I cut it off. Like okay. I'm like, all right, hosting's done at three o'clock or whatever it was. I don't even oh, remember that's what time a good it idea. was. Maybe yeah. it was five o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. And then I'm going to do the same again this year. So just okay. consciously say, okay, good. so for the first hour and a half, two hours, going to be everything's going to be spotless we're going to keep it you know keep that's when we'll take the pictures (laughs) right right and then after that i'm just gonna whoever yeah just go sit somewhere and just enjoy and enjoy that's amazing i think that's a really good way to balance things yeah i'm gonna use that advice i am i just had a birthday party it was i was so overwhelmed the whole time because i was Mm -hmm. like hosting it and yeah like it was Mm -hmm. great all my friends were there and it was it was just beautiful and i loved having everyone but i was so stressed Uh and I was like it's my damn birthday like what Mm -hmm. am I doing I'm gonna take that advice (laughs) I'm like because the last experience of my party was so overwhelming Uh yeah Yeah. that's so smart though like just chill for a minute yeah that's right just cut yeah just say after this point I'm I'm off the clock yeah so that's how I had to look at it and you know I just went to a, a 50th birthday for a friend this past weekend and 
I showed up there, and uh, you know, because it was it was in New York, and I landed and arrive at the party mm-hmm. and giving hugs and all, and and uh, my friend who's having the birthday, she's like, I'm so stressed. Like, well, I said, you know, I I don't know what you know. I wish we there was a book. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone yeah. that is having a party that they're the guest of honor that there is. Yeah. We're hosting a party in general, like yes, there's. For those people that are doing those milestone things in particular, birthdays, yes, that yes. you don't do big birthday parties that often. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you do to, you and know, also you can drink a lot, it's you can tough smoke to a lot. You be can, the center of uh-huh. attention at your own party. Right. Is like, it? I mean, <laughs> okay, that part, like the attention is great, but like, <laughs> Let's be real, Kelly. like it's overwhelming <laughs> to be hosting and be the person that mm-hmm. everyone is paying attention to at the yes. same time. It's like, I can't do both of those things. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's hard to like navigate. I think everybody should have parties thrown for them, mm-hmm. and that should be how that goes. I think this is the last time I'm throwing myself a birthday party. Like no, yeah. no, 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 I'm yeah. not doing uh-huh. anything. I mean that's a Perfect. solid plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fully support that. Plan. Yeah, everyone should do that. But yeah, it is. But because but I see it repeated over and over again. Is that yeah. you know people not sure what to do with that moment? Yeah, because you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's comes. For some people, just not very often. You're in caught their, in between yeah. two worlds. Yeah. yeah. You know, is that, you know, one of the things <laughs> I'm thinking about, I'm more than likely going to have a 50th birthday party in March. And I'm the same way. I just get overwhelmed and imagine all your worlds yeah. colliding. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's, um, and yeah. And it's that in itself is over. And who do I talk to? I don't want to yeah. make this one feel bad because I'm spending too much time yeah. over here, blah, blah, blah. And you have to interface all of that. Uh-huh. I was thinking, I'm going to gonna just do like the reception line thing and just mm-hmm. wait just greet every single person oh my god that's really that smart actually <laughs> and then just do whatever after that yes. like it just okay that i've connected with every single person i'm not gonna feel like looking across the room at people you ever do that like yeah oh, i gotta go say hi to them yes. I gotta go say hi. oh yes. I'm not, but i'm over here yes. i'm still totally. haven't said hello to like that just, was what was know. happening to me it was uh-huh. awful yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god so i was like just okay that's i mean that was old school right? Like yeah. the, all the receiving lines, whatever. Well, yeah. but then you get so, stuck in a conversation for 20 minutes and right. you're like, I, I found myself having to be like, I have, I have to go be my little host self. Uh-huh. I have to go yes. say hi to some other people, but I'll talk to you soon. I'll come back to, for right. this. And right. they understand. Right. They did. Like, yeah. They did. But Nobody it, it doesn't was understand the that. whole time. Mm-hmm. I was like always saying that. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. And it's so much of it's in our heads too, right? True. You know, yeah. True. It, it just, it just. My mom always taught me if you have a party, you're saying hi to every single person. Well, uh-huh. I think that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think too, there's always other people at parties that have social anxiety and want something to do. So if you let the dishes pile up, someone's going to do around <laughs> and pick up the glasses and whatever. That's very and true. like, yeah. it'll create a vacuum where there's clearly a need and somebody will step into it. That's you true. Know? Yeah. I think that's usually the case. And if you're in a small enough group, we're close enough friends where it's like, I don't care if there's pizza boxes piled up or yeah. like, whatever. Like, yeah. right, right. We'll deal with it later. Let's just relax. Yeah. But yeah. I handle those situations differently. Like on my birthdays, I uh, usually go out of town alone and <laughs> celebrate myself yeah. and there's uh, no stress. That's the most you thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <That's> I think. <awesome. laughs> I just leave. I just avoid everybody. That makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everybody loves it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's I like so that. Fun. And, you know, I've, I've <clears throat> thought about that, I, you know, kind of vacillate back and forth between the two concepts. Yeah. You know, and I think after seeing or being at this last birthday party and how there were, I mean, my, my, all of our 
old friends from 20 years ago were there and it just was wow. so amazing to be with them again and that's amazing was know, the ceo you farted in front of there no, no. <laughs> in new york <laughs> made me lean more towards the party yeah. i um yeah. i technically was in paris on my birthday this year mm. and it was beautiful and lovely and we went to a michelin star restaurant which i've never which been one? to before uh mm. it's called Anne. um it's named after like the a n a n n e Oh, okay. Mm. Um, it's named after like the mother of the owner of the bill, the hotel or something. I don't know. I don't even know. But, 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 I, we had a great day, great experience, but mm-hmm. I found myself being like, okay, like I need some more attention. Like not just from <laughs> you, Spencer. Like I need like some, I need like party vibes uh-huh. and I'm not getting party vibes here in Paris because it was very like romantic for a two-person nice. Michelin star dinner. I'm sorry it wasn't a party vibe, Kelly. It was during lunch. That was lunch. <laughs> what did you expect? I was just like, we were sitting. It was great. It was a. Ama- it was the best meal of my whole they life. They didn't stay and chat with me after they shaved the truffles over my lunch. I mean, what the fuck? They did not want to chat. I was trying to chat. And Have you been to Paris it. before? No. Okay. Well, no, it's my first time. Beyond but, the new. So I, right. I got back and planned a party for four days later. There you go. Oh, wow. I was like, I just have to throw a party. It has to happen. I need. I need that. I've spent three birthdays in Paris. Three. Three. Uh, Twenty-six. 29 and 33. What do you do on your birthday? Michelin star restaurant. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Three star restaurant. Honestly, it was incredible. It was amazing. Uh Correct. I I just never, (laughs) I never knew. You don't know till you do it. That's what I'm saying. It's, it was crazy. Yeah. No, it's a must. At some point, I I have very strong opinions about dining and Michelin and -hmm. the combination of Michelin and Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. the Atlanta guide is coming out. Just be prepared, y'all. I'm going to likely have some strong comments (laughs) to share once that happens. But yes. So these Parisian birthdays, I've, you know, Mm -hmm. fine dining is a must. But there was one year where I had uh, intended to be there alone. And Mm -hmm. then a girlfriend of mine surprised me and she came over and she met me in Paris. Oh my God. And I had started that trip in Amsterdam. And so I brought over some hallucinogenic truffles. (laughs) And (laughs) so on my birthday, we tripped balls and we went to the oldest cathedral in Paris. There was a Vivaldi concerto. So I'm sitting there just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I was like, like, oh, what? (laughs) Vivaldi Concerto. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Classical music in a church. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It was absolutely beautiful. And then we went to the Tuileries Gardens and like, you know, those green chairs. We just like parked our asses under the green chairs and just had the craziest, it was the most beautiful day ever. I mean, it was just a perfect day in Paris. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So I think every, I think every woman, I don't know why this just feels like a feminine thing. Like anybody can do this, but I feel like it's like very girly to have a Parisian birthday at least once in their life. It was, it was incredible. I'm really happy. (laughs) Um, uh, I got engaged on my birthday, the first Paris trip. Whoa. That's, I'm sorry. I'm not cheering. That was when it was though. (laughs) I didn't know it was then. Yeah, actually every time I've been in Paris. it was on one of your singular travels? Well, okay. I had gone on this trip alone and then my boyfriend at the time surprised Uh, me and proposed. And then he stayed with me for the portion of the trip I was in Paris. And then I met up with a girlfriend in Switzerland, I think. And then we continued on. But now I'm just realizing this because I really genuinely like spending my birthdays alone. But each of my birthdays, I've been surprised. Isn't in it? Paris, That's just all... the Parisian ones. So wow. That's the one thing about that. Yeah, it's crazy. They're like, yeah. she can't go alone. 
We're going to do it. We're gonna That's go. how you know. Well, I feel this way about destination weddings. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pro-elopement. Sorry, Chris. Sure. Um, but like, And sorry, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that destination weddings are great because it really, it's like, you got to love me to spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars to come see me get married here. It's so a good facts. way to, like, filter out, you know, right. the people who would be maybe not on the B list. Like, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> you're not going to fly to see somebody get yeah. married unless you like really care about them. Yeah. Right. So I love, right. I love a micro wedding. I love an elopement. I love a little, you can come to me. My <laughs> friends. I went to a, a wedding once in Paris. It was, oh, it was someone wow. I knew, but I wasn't friends with. I was a plus one. Oh, wow. that's uh, the best. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yes. Amazing. That's Still great. one of the best weddings I ever went to. Wow. I think there were, Maybe 24 people total. Oh, I love uh, it. I mean, everything about it. Just the Amazing. rehearsal dinner, the wedding itself, the reception. Yeah. You know, it was it was a blast. Paris yeah. is magical. When people mm-hmm. talk shit about it Paris, is. it tells me so much about them. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if you went to Paris and managed to have a bad time, oh, right. so, that tells me everything yeah. I need to know about you. Spencer really hesitant when we went. Because people talk shit about Paris. Yeah, and that's what he said. He mm-hmm. was like, it just seems like we're not going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then we went, and he's like, Oh my God, we have to come back here. Like, this is so fun. They have a great natural wine scene. Yes. Incredible. Yes, they do. And so we just had like the greatest time. We're like, wow, Paris rocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. No one can say anything bad about Paris. Like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It just tells me that you're being like very touristy and like limited. You know what I mean? You're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. (laughs) You're packing in a day of just like vanilla bullshit on like some trip advisor list. Agreed. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how you Paris. Mm -hmm. Paris is about slowing down and indulgence. Yeah. Not about how many museums you can see in a day and like, you know. Exactly. Annoying. We didn't see one museum, and I think that's okay. Yeah, no, uh, I was glad. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes I just you know white like walking onto the campus, you know, of, yeah, of the loop. Mm-hmm. just walking outside. That was enough for me. I didn't oh, need to go. I know, yes. just beautiful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, Chris. Yes. Speaking of traveling. Okay. I really enjoy traveling two ways. The first one is physically, mm-hmm. and the second one is mentally. Okay. And that's whether through Drugs. maybe a drug <laughs> or a, a plant medicine. Okay. Um, uh, or through meditation. Mm-hmm. And oh. Chris is a meditator. You've gone on several meditation retreats. That's yep. a practice that you uh, try to add into mm-hmm. your life. Yep. Can we talk about that? Sure. sure. I'm very interested. Okay, good. I am such a bad meditator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... The first step to being not a bad meditator is to say, I'm going to do this regularly and like making it fit into your world. That's what makes uh, me bad at it. (laughs) Chris, when you're really locked in and like on point with your meditation practice, will you share with us how it fits into your world? So generally I try to do it every morning, Mm -hmm. you know, but without, so there's that time where I start my day without the phone, without just sitting outside, starting with just being quiet and listening to the birds or whatever it is just that that's usually if I do just that and that's in a way it's just this is a, is a state of meditation I believe a hundred percent you know and just be just sitting there quietly relaxed you know mm. and honestly just doing that every day which is a much easier practice for me mm-hmm. is, is a great start a great sounds foundation. like a lot less pressure yeah. I feel like every time I go to meditate it's like okay Clear your mind, clear your mind, clear yeah. your mind. And yeah. then I'm just get mad. <laughs> so it's that That's mindfulness, fair. I guess, is yeah. you're just kind of taking in what's around you. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it, it just, so it doesn't, you're not trying to 
push anything away or, or, you know, be like, oh, there's a bird. Oh, that sounds really nice. It's, you know, that's all good stuff for me, I find. Absolutely. You know, um, like so that. I guess it's more that and just acknowledging, hey, bird, I get you. You're there. Yeah. You know, and now I move on. I feel on. you. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Nice song. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of, for, that, for me, is I find to be the most fulfilling i mean i definitely yeah. love the other stuff is it for me has been more challenging the, mm. the, the breathing and yeah. the the quiet going into the deep breath work and then it's kind a of lot. laying down and kind of just going into that kind of trance-like state I, yeah. I think it's great yeah but i've only been able to really do it successfully with a guide okay you know That's so but when i do i feel completely re- refreshed oh and, it's amazing and yeah in a way but I like so many. So, but for me, on it as a daily practice, it's really been more on the mindful side of just being still, being quiet. I like that. I think it can be an intimidating concept, mm-hmm. and so people don't know where to start or how to apply it to their lives in a realistic way to make mm-hmm. it consistent. But that's such a great example, and it reminds me. I've got this. I don't know what to call her. Like a spiritual advisor guru. <laughs> I don't know this woman. I know, but she said something to me once that really stuck with me, and it was intuition enters on quiet feet mm-hmm. and that means that we we all have an intuition a lot of us are disconnected from it but these moments where there's no digital technology around us and we're just quiet and wow. we just let things flow through us that's when like and going on a walk like mm-hmm. that's meditation because your body is moving and if you're not listening to music you you may notice you get these like oh I've got this great idea it's why in the shower people have great ideas because you're doing this methodical thing right. yeah. you're maybe not listening to music or distracted you're just focused Focusing on this task. Wow. And so that's super just important to me. Um, And January is going to be a year since I went to Ecuador to do this ayahuasca retreat. And actually, Kelly, I want to do a whole episode in January. I assumed that that you were going to do that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know how you know if somebody's done ayahuasca. Same way if they run a marathon. (laughs) But I think that a lot of people are interested in this type of stuff and don't necessarily know how to even begin, like, learning about it or approaching it or even incorporating it in their lives. So mm-hmm. I love that tip of just kind of finding a way that's realistic for you mm-hmm. and tapping in. And that's it. And it doesn't, like, I think the notions people, I think I thought it too, like I, I'm terrible at meditating or I'm yeah. bad at it. But honestly, I think well, I've heard this, it's a little cliche, but the only bad meditation is not mm. meditating. Well, right? agreed. And it, so all of this is real. I feel like the universe is like speaking to me a little bit right now yes. because this morning, this morning, today, I, I've been seeing this girl on social media and she keeps posting. She's like, morning pages, morning pages, oh, bitches. I love morning like, pages. Changes yeah. your life, morning pages. And so mm-hmm. this morning I've been having like some issues, whatever. And this morning I was like, okay, fine. I'll do the morning pages. Yes. Like I'll do it. So I took my dog and we went to the dog park, which was at my apartment so it was like mm-hmm. 50 steps so we away downstairs <laughs> yeah and um I just sat on the little bench in the dog park and I wrote two pages I was like okay at least oh, it's good. plural uh-huh. at least it's pages and it was like 10 minutes of my day yeah but it really was nice uh-huh. and yeah. I also was talking to my roommate today about how I've been so addicted to social media recently mm-hmm. and like that I'm like considering deleting it or like at least only getting it on weekends or something like that. Yeah. And specifically I said, I need to not be on it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. now yeah. we're all talking about it right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is how the universe works. Everybody Insane. like I'm not mm-hmm. religious, but I am, would consider myself a very spiritual person. Yeah. And I absolutely believe that we can interact with the world around us. And when we get these synchronicities and these signs, 
they mean something. Yeah. We may misinterpret them. We may not know what they mean or what they stand for. But when you notice synchronicities like that in your life, I think it's, for me, I interpret it as, as a sign that I'm kind of like clicked in mm-hmm. and everything's kind of flowing. Right. I'm in, I'm in right. a flow state. When well, I'm in a flow state, I get that stuff all the time. It's it reassuring. It's like, I feel right? better about yeah. like, yeah. I was still going to do it. Like I, I told myself at least for a week, like just do it for a week. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, oh, now I really got to do it. Like now it's like, <laughs> you literally have to, it'll yeah. actually help me. Cause obviously there's uh-huh. signs saying that it will. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, we, nice. we can complicate anything. I know I can, I can complicate mm-hmm. anything. And, 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 and I know that when <laughs> yeah. I, the practices that I've put into place, like sometimes I, I, I didn't even realize I was doing it, but then I, yeah. you know what I mean? It was yes. so simple. Mm-hmm. I barely even knew I was doing it. And now it's a thing. Yeah. And it I love just, that. and it absolutely makes a difference yeah. in my day. Yeah. So, and even just driving in the car. So, that used to be either NPR was on or Fox I was News. Bl- blasting music. Fox News, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have too many distractions. We all do. Audibly, though. Like, mm-hmm. especially with Instagram and mm-hmm. TikTok and like my television mm-hmm. or even music. Like, I am rarely just by myself and my own thoughts, yes. like very rarely. And right. I, I think it's like, I try to make sure that doesn't happen, which is like, that's not good. Right. <laughs> yes. right. So I think that's the carving way. out the time mm-hmm. is like really a good practice. I Absolutely. don't know. It's yeah. all about intention. And yeah, for me, just a 20 minute commute to work sometimes in the mornings and I'll, I'll realize I'll get all the way to work and I hadn't turned on anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, and it just, so, and it just, I don't know. It just, allows me a moment because I used to commute a lot mm-hmm. on trains like particularly when I lived in the northeast so I would yeah. be on trains for you know extended periods of time whether yeah. subway or commuter train and uh, honestly most of the time I slept and I was usually sleeping something off but yeah <laughs> on the fair. commute but anyway that's another story <laughs> yeah. um, I know that time was a lot quieter then you know mm-hmm. I didn't have you know if it maybe it was a paper or a Walkman you know what I mean it was yeah. like those were the, my two options what's a or Walkman sli- I'm just kidding oh <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> I just oh, knew I'd get yeah. a rouse out of you guys. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, back in the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, maybe it but, but just being completely quiet, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. is, uh, it's really nice. Yeah. Wow, oh, I agree. Yeah. There's less and less times in our regular lives that we it's truly silent. But you may have seen, I feel like all over social media now, there's these ads for the, I think they're called loops. They're like earplugs, mm-hmm. but they're not total like blackout earplugs. They're, and there's different types. It's like for concerts or if you're just somebody who gets overstimulated by noise. Mm. Um, so it's like walking through a grocery store. Yeah. I put on uh, AirPods when I walk through a grocery store and kind of get in my own world. But like these earplugs kind of just like filter down. Like you can still talk to a person and hear things, but it just turns that dimmer down on all that kind of wow. extra noise. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's probably a lot more people that would benefit from that than would think. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, and I definitely, and what are the, what do we want to call it? The decibels or whatever that are mm-hmm. firing mm-hmm. around us all the time. Yeah. I get, you know, I was just back in New York after many years of not being there. And I was very cognizant of like just the outside noise. How yeah. Loud. You know? yeah. And it yeah. just, and you know, and I remember back when I was there living in, in my twenties, you know, I don't think I, ever slept mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think because it's just the just all the vibrations and the noises and the yeah garbage cans early in the morning or sirens or whatever there was just always something yeah it was constant right. yeah so 
Yeah. Well, and I do think it's ironic that we are literally podcasting and people are listening to us <laughs> right now. But also, if you are listening to us right now, then this is your sign to carve out some time today That's for yourself. Exactly yeah. Um, but also finish our podcast because it's good. <laughs> yes. As soon as you're done listening yeah, to us, apart then from you this. can check and make yourself. <laughs> but do it. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> Pivoting a little bit, Chris, you taught a floral arranging class here mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Well, right. in, the sp- in the spring. And it was such a hit that it sold out before I even made it to the website. Just right. word of mouth quickly. Wow. I was like, popular guy. It's such a popular guy. It well, I knew that it would be great because I know you, but it was even better than I could have expected. To this day, I still get text messages from people who took that class with like, look at this arrangement I just put together. That's amazing. So this is a skill set that I think so many people are interested in having, but maybe don't know where to begin. Uh-huh. And so because that was such a success, we've decided to have Chris come back and host another <gasps> class. Yay. Yay. So Chris, that <laughs> class is going to be on Sunday, November 12th. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, keep your eyes peeled. We'll send out an email about this. Um, but I just want to kind of pre-drop this class. And Chris, I think we talked about we're going to do like a holiday theme this time, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's definitely a thing, whether you entertain or not, I still just kind of adding something to your home that could last, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit, not mm-hmm. something that maybe has a little bit, you know, can extend further into the season than just a conventional flower arrangement. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. I think yeah. this time of year too, people, and all the time, but it's very common for people to be like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Oh, I'm going to so-and-so's for Thanksgiving. Let me grab this bouquet of flowers at Trader Joe's or Publix or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, here you go. So as the hostess, again, here's another chore. So I I actually don't believe in bringing people just like a plastic thing of flowers. I think yeah. you either have it in a, in, a in a vase ready to go or you plan on doing it once you get there for them or something like that, right. but don't like give your host another chore agreed i love that yeah i agree so many people don't like you get this bouquet of flowers you know to snip the ends and then you kind of just shove it in the vase the way it came in the bouquet yeah and my (laughs) biggest takeaway from your class chris was that's absolutely not what you're supposed to do (laughs) and the elevation of just a grocery store bouquet just from the tips i learned in that class is insane so i feel like if you are somebody who is going to give or receive flowers this holiday season this is the class for you right on I want to go. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> please, yeah, please uh, join us for that. It, it should be a lot of fun. Yes, I can't uh, wait. Ugh, lovely. Something that I was thinking about is mm-hmm. that talk about mindfulness when it comes to like building flower arrangements, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like there is. Oh, that's the connection to the meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. yeah. Like yeah. there, there is something so. Like there's a reason I brought that up. <laughs> right. Other than that's cool. <laughs> Sorry, there we go. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, but truly, there is something so mindful about about just working with your hands. Like, mm-hmm. I crochet a lot. Yeah. Um, I made a purse today. I brought it. I'll show you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, just doing something like that is so beautiful. And then getting to share it with mm-hmm. others is, yeah. like, even more amazing. Even when I was doing the flowers for my own wedding, I was absolutely a wreck. I was very, very stressed out, obviously. Uh-huh. Fair. But there was something calming that kind of centered me about right. putting... I. I was only in charge of the bud vases. So it was just like putting <laughs> putting one flower in one small vase. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like 500 times. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that like all day and it really did help regulate my system. That's, and yeah, that's that makes true. sense. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah but I will speak about one, a couple mindfulness things. So yes. I, yeah. It's just a s- experience I had with at a mindful meditation class that I'd taken. And it was a very small group. There was only like three people mm-hmm. plus the instructor. Perfect. And so, and it was, 
the, de the demographics of the group, as small as it was, was very, very, very broad, right? And so I was probably the oldest. But anyway, so they're leading us through. And then so we're being mindful about our feet and our knees and our hips and our thighs and then our crotch. <laughs> and the way the instructor said it sent me I just couldn't recover. I had to leave. I had to leave because I couldn't stop laughing. You had to leave? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's like, now. Wait, wait. She say, now acknowledge your crotch. Oh, my God. She called it crotch? She called it crotch. Not your root chakra? Acknowledge your crotch. Oh, my God. Feel a warm ball of light. God. up to your dick. Actually, though, that's that's another thing about these like mindful things for me. I went to a foot massage place one time, uh-huh. and th I, without warning, I swear to God, without warning, I was there to get my feet massaged. Yeah, they turn you over, and your head is now where your feet are, uh-huh, and they start just like, oh man, it, it's, we're on a podcast, it's not visual, <laughs> but they start basically they put the palms of their hands on your face and just pull oh. and so it really stretches your face i need that and then they grab your hands from above you yeah. and they like wiggle your arms <laughs> and i fucking lost my mind and this and there's like other people in this room it's like one of those like group it's like it's like a discounted massage place. It's like you you go in. It's a dark room, uh -huh. and there's people. There's like these nice chairs and yeah, people and like. I love that. Ch uh, Cheshire Bridge, not Cheshire Bridge. Monroe. Buford Highway. Oh. Bu <laughs> the one that it's near yeah. Buford Highway. I don't know okay. if it's on Buford Highway. Yeah. The one I went to. Okay. But perfect. Oh my god. There's like there's like six other people in this room. Oh, yeah. Everyone's quiet. It's supposed to be mindful, and I fucking <laughs> lost it and then my mom was in the room too and oh she also fucking lost it because <laughs> i was losing it and then i think some other people started laughing and i was like i have to leave like i have to get out of here but like i would have been you uh -huh. yeah. i would have been also leaving because that it's just like sometimes those those things are just a little bit too serious uh-huh right, right you know right. like they're just or a little did you show up in the wrong frame of mind I don't know. I feel like my frame of mind doesn't really change in that department. Like, if you say something like crotch in front of me during something so serious, like, yeah, like, I'm, it's not, I can't, I can't contain myself. Like, that is, it's just too much. Uh -huh. It's I too much. so good. Yeah. I, I need some laughter. And right. I do think, in like. your silent foot massage. <laughs> well, in, in meditation. I need, so, it's, it's all too serious. It's like, give me anything. Give oh. me some sort oh of, God. like, joke. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I watch know. out, no. massage therapist. Yeah. 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 No. I, here. I tell them ahead of time now. When yeah. I get massages now, I'm like, if I laugh, like, I'm sorry <laughs> and they're like no let any emotion out and i'm like right. it's true thanks <laughs> just warning you try a private massage <laughs> no that's what I, i've only done this i've only now done this i'm that's on so to funny. more expensive massages yes, <laughs> which is very good yeah you know that medieval torture device called the rack uh -huh. they lay you out on it and they like stretch out your arms above your head oh my your God, feet down the fuck? and then they basically stretch you apart right. i saw this meme the other day that was like Low-key, I bet that feels really good uh -huh. <laughs> right yeah. in the middle, right before it doesn't. Right. <laughs> That's what I pictured with your arms oh being stretched God. out. Oh, the rack. yeah. I can get that. It was the jiggle for me. It probably really good. It was like the jiggle of the arms that I just couldn't handle. <laughs> it, was just, it was 
That's so funny. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. well, yeah, I paid for 10, 10 of those classes, and I think that was the second one. I never went back. Oh my so, god, seriously? Yeah. Did yeah. you return to the room after you briefly left, or were you just no, like, I was, I'm, I'm you got here. in your car? You were like, I can't I do this. I, just, I felt like I was just being a disturbance. So. Oh my well, god, Chris, disturbing yeah. the peace. I felt like I was a disturbance in that massage parlor too. You were. Just, yeah. I was. Yeah. No, I, I definitely. <laughs> and your intuition. Pro- you were too, I guess. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's you got to get yourself in the right room with the right people. Right. Yeah, uh, and have the right mindset. Yeah. It's a, it's a nuanced yes. <laughs> situation. Or like maybe just go in like knowing you have to bite your tongue a little bit. Like mm-hmm. yes, like, okay, Kelly. Like, just like, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's just like you know the. I know. I, and yeah. It sometimes just, it just it gets you. It's just the right button, I know. and it like oh, I can't. Especially it. in a relaxing state, uh-huh. like you right. are not thinking like, oh, I gotta gotta chill the fuck out. You know? That's yeah. all like, I'm thinking. I got a massage in Norway once, and she massaged my tits and <gasps> I like as she started working her way up my thighs and I was like okay and then she got to my stomach and I was like that's weird but it feels kind of good and then she got to my boobs and I was like am I in a <laughs> professional establishment but I was like I mean it feels kind of good so I just like <laughs> I let her do it and I was just like <laughs> like how much further is this gonna go but it was like I mean and she told me I had the skin of an Eskimo oh, wow. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean cold uh, white as fuck <laughs> white like and cold February in Norway and I was like thank you <laughs> thank you for the breast exam <laughs> yeah like did you feel any bumps like tell me if you did oh my god oh That's awesome. but my I didn't god. laugh like I stayed chill. Like I in my okay, my brain wouldn't like, have let me laugh. That's like Loki, like a little like depending on how you're feeling in the moment, that could be traumatizing. That right. could be like, no, this is like assault. Um, <laughs> like could yeah. be could go that direction, maybe, you know? Well, I could have fought her off. I think I, <laughs> in an emergency. At least I, she still it still felt like a professional environment to an extent. Yeah. Like, well, like, I was on like a I don't know if a mattress is a fair word. On the floor? With um, like, okay. <laughs> I gotta find. I'll post this a picture. Story of this story is not sounding There's great. There's a picture somewhere <laughs> this not of good. this massage room. I'm gonna find it and I'll post it when we do our like post episode Instagram roundup. Oh, no. But I'll find it and you're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Of course, that's where you had a breast exam. <laughs> Oh my god! We've oh all had god. a crazy massage moment. I yeah. was in Brussels with a good friend of mine, and we went to well, we accidentally went to a Jack Shack, and we each got the well, hell we, is that? You know what a Jack like jerk off like a Jack Shack? Okay, like for dudes, like um, literally. Yes, yeah, so it was like the sparse room. There's just a massage table, some Kleenex, and Lubriderm, and oh. I was like, ah. Oh, there's no like lavender essential oils or like spa music and they were kind of surprised when we came in we just it was very spontaneous we just like were on this weird little side street and it was like massage and we were like oh we love those um <laughs> why not my and, face uh, is like in shock right now yeah, you too. can't see it but. my masseuse was also sick so she was like in my face like, like oh. was so horrible wait yeah. so i'm confused uh this Jack Shack was, mm-hmm. you got a massage there? I did get a massage. And I think if I had a dick, I would have gotten a Jack. <laughs> but oh. because I didn't, I got just a, like a bad massage. <laughs> oh, so like, that, oh. Idiot. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, like literally. They don't do it the other, like they don't do it for ladies? 
Well, okay. No, because like on this topic, honestly, that's kind of it's kind of rude. Yeah, I agree. I recently had what a if friend. that had started happening to you though? You would have been like the fuck. Okay, well, listen to the story. So I had a friend who went to go get a foot massage at a place that I go to at least once a month. It is in town, and everybody knows it. She went with a good friend of hers, and uh, it's these big kind of like lazy boy recliners, and there's this kind of like is this sh- where I went? I don't know. So it's like these big recliners. That's like a common setup for all of them, Kelly. I think it's like copy-paste type of situation. Um, <laughs> so there's experience. like this like <sighs> sheer kind of gauzy curtain between the chairs, but you're all in the same room. So she said that the guy that was massaging her was very handsy and like he was massaging her shoulders and like kind of got down and got like pretty close to her boobs. But she was like, it felt good. I didn't mind. I was single. So she kind of like leaned into it and like yeah. didn't stop him. He didn't touch her. He didn't like do anything inappropriate there, but it was, you know, he was very... I guess, I don't know. He was just exploring that area more than like your basic. So then he got down to her feet and then he worked his way up her legs and he fingered her. <gasps> and I was like, <laughs> I know that way. I was like, what? Like, should I be offended that I've never been fingered there? Or like, what? I, I have so what, many questions. Wait, what the fuck did she do? She asked for his card and gave him a big tip and went back the next week. Whoa. (laughs) I was like, did you finish? And she was like, yes, it was amazing. And I was like, wait, but your friend was right next to you? And she's like, yeah, that was half of the fun. And I was like, oh my God. And in that scenario, (laughs) like I talk about this with friends, like could you ever let it happen? And I don't, think I, I fucking could. I, I don't think I could. Well, I do not think I And I said to her, I was like, was he cute? And she's like, no. Like, obviously not. <laughs> like, my eyes were closed. She was like, I had my little lavender eye pillow on. He could have been anyone. Oh, my. I wonder what yeah. the friend was thinking. She didn't know. To this day, the friend doesn't know. Oh, it was wow. like, it yeah, was, this is like it was her silent. Secret. It was yeah. silent occurrence. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh so she got finger banged during God. the God. Yeah. So yes, it does happen to women. But not in the same prevalence that it does for men like men there's places all over the place oh where they can get it i've God. asked people i've dated about that. I, this ever since i heard the story about my friend i've asked people like have you do you do this have you gotten a happy ending one guy i was dating this summer was like i mean yeah and i was like what like <laughs> what yeah he's like yeah, people do that I like, like all the time need, i like need to know if consent is involved in these places like well, that is really stressing me out to right. some of them I'm really like like <laughs> the fuck well it's kind of like an if you know you know type of thing and this guy but if you don't know then you're getting fingered by some stranger well she could have stopped him obviously um but she said like she either was, way like, there's still a finger up in there <laughs> before you say stop like well, either no, no, no. way well no you can tell like she oh. said she was like i was giving him side like she like opened her legs and was like oh. also giving him cues that like yeah, this is fine okay. and so it was like he, okay. kept, he that's good he, was, he <laughs> so gradually pushed her boundaries and she gradually let him okay type okay. Of thing. okay 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 um so yeah it was like fuck <laughs> no I, that was that is assault that is yeah assault. i know like, i don't I want a so stranger. stressed out yeah no like okay. you didn't even buy me dinner first i'm paying for this like, yeah the fuck? oh my god yeah. okay 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 okay, okay. <laughs> but it is a lot easier for men than women but that's yeah. why I was like, was he good at it? I mean, that's a that's an art. It's <laughs> pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. That's a wild story. I know. But she literally, she was like, I took his card and went back the next week for a full body <laughs> massage. I was like, did it happen again? And she was like, yes. She walked in and said, do you remember me? And he said, I sure do. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
my lord. I know. I had no idea this conversation was going to take this turn today. Wow. This is why I love this podcast. When you get humans together, you just never know what no. stories are going to come out. I haven't thought about that in a while. So true. So true. Well, I mean, on that note, like you said, you know, when you know, you know, or whatever it is you said, it triggered a thought in my brain. Like when I was visiting friends this past weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, there were couple, somebody said something about there's uh, two things that are constant about gay men in New York. I can't remember what the first one was, Cocaine. but it was so true. <laughs> Probably drug related, but yes. I don't know. But, it was, but it, that was number one. And I, and, but number two was that they've all fooled around with a taxi driver. So, wow. But apparently this is a thing. I didn't know it was. So wild. Oh my yeah. God, I feel so boring. <laughs> yeah, same. Then she gently caressed my boob. <laughs> and then I left. Well, I haven't had wow. any of those stories, so no. Nope. Oh, we still got time. Yeah. Well, hey, on that note, I feel like we should wrap it up. And if, you're, good, good if you're having consensual strange sex, you should also be wrapping it up. Yeah. But we just got in a new line of condoms, actually, called Slip, <laughs> woman-owned, nice company. Feel free to come check them out. Wow. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Chris, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, thank thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, you for the Craig. vulnerability <laughs> and the humor. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it. Maybe leave us a review. You know, whatever, if you're feeling generous. You can find us on Instagram at Clover Club Pod. And as always, listeners get 10% off at hawkinsandclover.com with code CLOVERCLUB in all caps. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>